there's, there's a lot of competition, but I think I think my my proposal here is a little bit unique. I could have just I could have just done the the like 10k you know, project. generative yeah. 10k project. I could have done it. Like I could have just done some silly <laughs> character thing or whatever. You know, there was a gazillion people asking me to do it and people offering to provide a chance to do it. I, I felt like I had to do something that was a little bit more unique. Talking about NFTs and that's nifty. That's nifty. All the great artists they come to this place to talk about the crypto space and that's nifty. That's nifty. That's nifty. Your hopes for tonight's podcast are Tyler. Larry and Slime Sunday. Damn, that's nifty. Lush. Hello. How's <laughs> it going, bud? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Good day. Sorry. Good day. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I kind of felt Spanish or something when I first called. I don't know why. <laughs> hello. 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 Yeah. Good seems? day. Good day. Good day, sir. <laughs> Lush. Lush, I like your work. <laughs> and good day is just straight up buenos dias. So that's true. <laughs> Same with the Spanish. I, lo- I love, I fucking love Spain, man. Spain's awesome. I don't know if you guys are ever been, it's awesome. It's on my list. Yeah. Get to a, Ibiza. A be- beautiful place and really, really, really beautiful people, too. I think we should change GM to BD. Buenos dias. Yeah. yeah. GM, GM's a virus, isn't it? GM is it really tough. is. I, I dropped my first GM the other day and I was like, who am I? <laughs> Fuck. No, I, I don't know. Why not? It seems to work. Anything yeah. that works is probably it's worth giving a shot. People, people dig it. Fuck it. But it is a virus. Hey, man, we really appreciate you reaching out. I'm glad we were on that distro list. <laughs> yeah, man. That was awesome. And I love how you called Tyler Phil. I, uh, that was great. I appreciate that. <laughs> no worries. I wasn't yeah, sure I was... if that was an inside joke that I had forgotten about from the last episode or if you had also sent that to a Phil. I don't know. I've got like a pea brain, so <laughs> probably just a fluke, man. No, but you have some sick shit coming up, man. And we are excited to talk about it. Yes, sir. I, I definitely do. So, yeah, I have. I've... Being, I've only really told you guys and like you know a handful of other people about it. Kind of been working on it for a while, um, but yeah, like at least you guys get to know first, really. Hey, hell yeah! And it's good if this drops like October twenty fifth. That's not too soon to let people know. Um, no, I think it's it's might as well let them know. Fuck it, got to start yeah. chilling somewhere. Good. <laughs> I saw the retweets. I, I was like, uh, oh. Oh, it's starting. Here it comes. Yeah, it's 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 all built out. It's ready to go. Being like hustling for like the last month or two or more to get it worked out on the like back end side and stuff. And then yeah, all the front end stuff's ready to go and looks cool, man. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a bit of a um, 
a battle to to get it out there but you know considering there's gazillion other projects going on and all that jazz but i think it's a good one man it's a little bit unique in comparison to other things so a little bit got that advantage no one's done this no one's monetized like this is crazy yeah Yeah, so just for anyone that's listening like what the hell no one knows yet no one knows yeah Yeah. i don't know yeah podcast ends (laughs) yeah i like i've been thinking about selling my instagram for the longest time as like just as a prank even but then um you know seeing all the different sort of projects happening at least within this space uh, just over the year things started like sort of coalescing into one thing where i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna somehow turn all of my content from instagram that i worked all those years on for basically no pay right because you're not getting paid by um zuckerberg to to you know provide content constantly for for their for their platform you know <laughs> there's there's no reward other than you know you, you reach people and perhaps you get work through that and, and all that jazz and if you do merch or something like maybe um but otherwise you're basically just providing content non-stop for people that really don't seem to appreciate creators anyway i, I don't know if you f- feel the same way when you guys post on Instagram and stuff or sort of platforms, but it feels kind of like you're getting ripped off or you're getting the sort of bad end of that deal. Hey, considering the work you you put in, you know, um, over the time, you're keeping eyes glued to their platform. Um, yeah, I thought, why, why not try and switch it up where I can actually turn all of this time that I invested and all this effort into to some sort of, asset some sort of value set you know at least for myself and for people who want to collect my work you know yeah and it makes sense because your art is not just the you know what you've actually painted it's also the art of building that social following and like playing by the rules when you want to sort of on their platforms and like you know building up a base and like you have to monetize that in some way too so like I see it from the performance art aspect of like selling your Instagram account. It's like so tied to who you are. Well, I mean, I I felt like there was like a point where I sort of, I think, I guess the whole time really, once I got a smartphone, um, I was kind of late to that smartphone thing, to be honest with you, because I was like, you know, semi-criminal or pretty much full-time criminal. And, (laughs) you know, you don't really want like, uh, too much on your phones at the time I didn't and then as I burst into being an artiste I found that the best way to reach people was obviously via social media currently it's like you know for all its bad bad um, aspects there's still plenty of good with um, social media you know you can really reach people on it so the focus for the 99.9% of everything I've put out has some sort of like leaning towards that, that sort of audience and that, that place putting it in, in that sort of sphere, you know? And yeah, it was a struggle at first to work out how, how to like subsist just off being a guy that just goes around and painting stupid stuff. Like, I mean, it's not exactly, um, it's not exactly the something your parents would be like, oh yeah, go and um, paint walls for a living. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like the hard, one of the hardest things I've, well, I, I mean, I don't know 
there's only a handful of people that seem to be able to get away with it, you know what I mean? All, all that work I did on there and and sort of focused on it and for a little reward, you know? So now it's kind of like time to get a little bit of, uh, not revenge, but just uh, turn it into something that the people might value as much as I value that, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Absolutely, dude. And you're, I mean, this is more, much more than just auctioning off your Instagram too, right? You're, you're breaking it down into assets and yeah, how, so, how's so, that working? Break that down. So, so basically like it's a pool like currently it would be a pool of 4,444 posts from the beginning of my Instagram. And obviously each post has varying data sets. So say there's a post and has 10,000 likes, yeah, hundred yeah. comments. It'll have, cool. it's, potentially have its location its um subject matter and so forth maybe there's something cool that happened to it like it it got like a, a fact check warning or something because you know that's happening lately yeah and that creates varying sets of rarity and then that pool of 4444 is linked back to a token zero which is the account itself so i'm not selling access to my account i'm not selling like the login information you know what i mean to my account and the 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 like the ability to post on it or something because i I guess that'd break the terms of service obviously what i'm selling is the digital asset of that account linked back to that pool of 4444 um tokens so you get if you if you were to to buy that account my account as a piece of art because it is a piece of art if, if you think about it on that level um it it's linked back to that pool and you get obviously a percentage of royalties on resales and then also we're going to offer a percentage of initial sales on the project so off the bat it's worth something monetarily not just in terms of as, as a piece of art so that's the basic gist of it but also if you acquire one of those 4,444 tokens, that's also considered to be like a membership pass. I, I don't know. You guys have probably seen yeah. everyone and their dogs doing the membership programs now. It's pretty cool. I think it it's, a, it's a good Wait. idea. So you obviously get varying um, access to, to all kinds of cool stuff from here on in once you, you become part of that sort of club, you know. Um, I mean, currently I already sort of offer that with holders of my work generally, but now I have like a, a solid sort of platform to work with, to sell through like say exclusive merchandise and, and so forth, exclusive drops and so forth, um, all through a platform that I had a heavy hand in creating, which was DIO. So how does it work? Is, is, are you going to have like a, like a, a, an auction, like a standing auction where like if you're in you know, the top four, 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 or will you have to be bidding on individual assets to acquire them initially? How, how would that work? Well, initially I'm going to be um, selling off the 4,444, that was such a mouthful, um, tokens, which are the posts. So yeah. as um, once it sells it out, each post that's being acquired by people, uh, it'll be generated through the API data from Instagram, obviously. It's not just a screenshot of a post. It'll literally be um, generated via the data set 
added to the to the obviously the photo of the post and and create almost like a screenshot that looks like a screenshot from Instagram. Um, and they will all be revealed once the whole project sells out. Um, and then for the auction, um, we're hoping that that happens in March, touch wood, um, of next year with a, a, a leading auction house. And, um, and hopefully that goes pretty well. So that'll be for token zero. So hopefully... Um, over that time period, obviously, if people initially buy everything, that would be fantastic. And then as it's uh, traded on the secondary market, that token zero will be generating value um, on top of already the value of it as being a, a piece of art in itself, you know, or at least that's a theory. I can't wait to see what it's worth before it even hits auction because of all the action that I would imagine is going to be occurring. Yeah, about tree fitty. <laughs> <laughs> It's just done. <laughs> I, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it all goes well. I mean, you never know. There's there's a lot of competition, but I think I think my my pros, like my proposal here is a little bit unique. I could have just I could have just done the the like 10k you know, generative yeah. 10k project. I could have done it. Like I could have just done some silly <laughs> character thing or whatever. You know, there was a gazillion people asking me to do it and people offering to provide a chance to do it. And I felt like, um, I, I felt like I had to do something that was a little bit more unique. And, and I mean, each of those posts is, is a snapshot in time of my progression as an artist up to this point where I've now completely changed from doing whatever the hell it was I was doing, you know, at 12 months ago, to, to this new prospect of being like a total 100% all in on being a crypto artist, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's a full, that's a straight up full send because you could, if you, if you did like just a generative PFP, right. That thing would smash just because like, you yeah, don't yeah. See, I mean, it'd still be cool. But, yeah. But like, you, you know, you don't see the graffiti based type of stuff that, you know, it's all animated, whatever, but to turn it around and then basically be in a spot where you're, you know, turning a page and, uh, you know, starting something fresh and fully committing and everything with Instagram. And then to tie it back into actually, you know, having rarities that, like naturally and that you had your whole project there and it, it just kind of yeah. seems like the universe worked properly to get you to this point. And this is, this is dope, dude. This, this is, this is a real deal. This is creative. Yeah, it just it just made sense that I'd put in all that effort over the years, and that there's this pool of content just sitting there waiting to be to be you know used and and valued by um, by people other than just you know likes and comments. Like it should it should have some sort of monetary value, you know, uh, in, at least in my opinion, considering mm -hmm. the amount of effort I put in and and time and. I mean, yeah, it was a. It's like it was a. It was a lot of work to 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 build that account up for you know, varying. I mean, you know, people within a certain sort of, um, I guess, subset of audience or whatever knows who I am and stuff, and that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But in terms of like the effort to 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 reward in terms of monetary value, it was pretty slim. Yeah, what are you thinking the mint price are going to be for these? Uh, 
that's we're still like fighting each other over it at the moment. Yeah, I can imagine that's <laughs> the conversation. The other guys involved because yeah, you... we don't we we want it to sell out. We want it to sell out, and at the same time, I don't want to like um, I don't want to rip it. I've never been interested in like ripping anyone off. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we spoke about it last time. I don't want to be that guy. So it'll be priced very fairly. And I mean, as it is, a, 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 a not only just you know a piece of um, art. It's the membership aspect of it too. So I don't want to overprice that off the bat, considering I want to be able to to create new newer works for these people that are interested to jump in and become part of that sort of club you know yeah and and with so i actually got another question are you going to be able to see or will they be like like a reveal structure right like with like you know mecca's rabbits what everyone's been doing um, yeah. are you going to be able to see how, how are you going to it, know it'll be like a, a reveal at the uh at the the moment it's sold out basically that's that's uh um, what we sort of, yeah, we kind of de- debated it for the last couple of weeks, and we're like, you know what, we'll just we'll make people um have to have to like you know like it's Christmas and you can't peek inside the thing, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, presents yeah. yet. But um, yeah, just from other projects that I I watched and um I I found that to be more fun to be honest. So I would go with that if I get. Yeah, another special but part each, about your individual thing at. What, what like minting that will be generated randomly and stuff like you know it'll be cool yeah so whoever gets the spade cobain is going to be balling out <laughs> yeah i, I want I, I, there's some posts that i like i mean you know there's posts that went they're like worldwide news and stuff you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. the kim k ones and stuff like you'd be pretty happy if you cop something like that something or any of the 50 cent you know like all the fun stuff man yeah yeah, it's Davis Spade, like yeah, the, the whole year. Oh my god! Until That's what he, I was gonna say. me for IP. Oh my um, god! Related stuff. <laughs> I I could see people having way different strategies on this. Like you could go after rarities, but you could also go after like um, iconic pieces, like you're talking about, or like most liked piece, or like the oldest yeah, yeah, piece, like the first Instagram post. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be interesting. Um. It's like whatever yeah, you get, you're happy with, though. That's the cool part. It's like all of them are dope. Pretty much all of them, in a way, are kind of like, um, you know, they're unique. The, the 99% of the posts on there are unique because they're, they're a post of a, a piece that I've done. Like I've done that much work in the last, you know, like thousands of paintings um, and drawings and um, illustrations and videos and animations and all kinds of stuff. Um, and for the most part, they're all unique off the bat anyway. So, um, well, I saw you just got up to the 4,444th post. Are you like deleting any that you're trying to thin out and like replace or is it? I just deleted some that, um, like a, like a while back anyway, because I was just doing it because uh, I don't know if you've had any um, of your posts from your own Instagrams get any warnings lately, but uh, Instagram, they must have implemented some sort of policy change lately um, in regards to content, if it's questionable in any way. Like, you know, you might have like a, a joke on there that's 
you know, maybe a bit off color or something. And uh, I've noticed myself and a lot of other people, especially people DMing me, like yesterday I posted something, a warning, which I got. I had a lot of people DMing me showing me their warnings from the week. Like oh, I think yeah. it's an overarching thing. So I had to sort of comb through it and try and find stuff uh, on my account in general just um, that might get that sort of problem. So that's the only thing I've taken out of it. Um, otherwise, it's any, anything that's up there at the moment will most likely be minted when it sells out. So it'll be interesting. What do they ding you for? Which post? It was Squid Game, wasn't it? So I had this Board game. I had this guy DM me, and he was like uh, basically in bullying me about um, doing NFTs because I think I'm like the only. Um, I swear to God, I'm like the only like NFT crypto artist guy that's actually getting reverse um, <laughs> the, the, the total opposite to what everyone else is getting. Like they're building their accounts and stuff and they're getting followers and all that. And my accounts seem to be um, getting the opposite because <laughs> I don't know, it's just noticed. Like say you look at a lot of other dudes and they're, they may have had like a small following at the start. Fair enough. And now they're building a big one. Um, I'm, I'm having this like uh, exodus of people that got sucked into the FUD, man. All that mainstream media, like, oh, this is bad for the environment. And you know, all the other pointers they make it, that, that just have no, make no sense once you actually read into it, you know? So I ah, lost screw a them. shit ton of um, people from that milieu. And that's a bummer, but I think overall, uh, long-term, it's, it's not a bad thing. No, but you're going to yeah. actually, you're thinning the herd more because your, yeah. your biggest people are now going to be the 4,444 or however many man, unique owners you end up having. Man, I'd trade every single one of those followers without being disrespectful to them because, you know, people following me, I, I can't hate, you know. Um, I'd trade every single one of them for like, even 10% of the people that collect my work from the NFT sort of milieu, man. Yeah. Um, all day, any day. But yeah, just the post that got um, an issue was someone damning me and they're bullying me about the NFT thing. And I just told them to basically, you know, fuck off. Um, and yeah, that must have. Uh, and then I took a screenshot of that post of it. And then I've got a warning from that post for bullying which is, you know, inception wild type shit. Yeah, I, I couldn't write it myself. Like, whatever, <laughs> you, you know, what can you do, man? It's it's all, it's all, it's all like, it's, there's no human interaction in that process, I don't think. So what can you do about it, really? Yeah. So when you guys were creating this idea, did you approach Drop.io or like, how did that uh, relationship get started? Well, that's, it's basically... When I, um, when I, you know how you have that day probably a long time ago where you finally understand what the hell this whole thing is. Yeah. You have that like moment. Well, when I had that moment, I had two ideas. Number one was to change everything in my life to focus towards this whole thing. And number two, I noticed that the platforms that were currently existing at the time didn't have much curation or if they did have curation, it was quite, it wasn't, it wasn't really that good in my opinion. Uh, and 
you know, it's changed a fair bit since then. I'll give them that. Um, but there wasn't sort of like a white label sort of, so, you know, when you buy art in the real world, there, there's certain galleries and so forth that when you're a collector, you're treated like a rock star. You're treated in a certain way, you know, white glove service and so forth. Um, also, they're very, very um, like over the top sort of selective and very careful with what they um, release and like what they sell and who they work with and so forth. So basically DRP is like a white label for uh, NFT art in that, that was my initial idea. And I had my friend and um, like business partner, Alex Mitchell, continue all that idea because I was like uh, obviously super busy trying not to drown um, and keep on top of things with like just producing art for, for this whole wave that's happening, you know? Yeah. So he's gone out and, and done all the legwork and, and got all the funding and did all the, 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 the like work to get this platform built. So where we could, we could work with artists that we find to be um, worthy of that sort of like, that sort of, um, I guess, platform, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm just going back and thinking too, like, so what you're doing in, you kind of, I feel like it was brushed over a little bit, but you're creating by, by selling the the account in March, you're creating Mm -hmm. that time in between where, you know, the community build up and, and, you know, values being stored and, and yeah, you have a pulse of that and you can kind of, you know, make your moves accordingly, but having that established is, is huge. And I, I like the fact yeah. that you're a little bit spread out and, you know, you, you got that time to kind of develop that core. I'd like to see the like value accrue in, in that, that token zero, you know, and then yeah. off the bat, it's already valuable, not just, you know, in terms of it just being a, a big piece of art for me, but actually like you can see on the ledger that that is accruing a, a certain amount of, of value off the bat, you know? Yep. Um, or at least is that's that, a theory. Is that the DRP treatment there? Is this their own smart contract that can do cool stuff like this? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like um, we were lucky enough to, to partner with some good people to, to build the, the site. Cause obviously, you know, when it comes to sort of web three stuff, I'm, I mean, just I'm, I'm good with computers and shit, but I, I couldn't, you couldn't like force me to program a, a damn thing with shotgun to my head. So, <laughs> um, thank God we found someone that wasn't flat out. Cause it just seemed like everybody, I'm sure you guys know too, like everybody that has any skill set related to anything in this thing is flat out. So, we're very lucky to find some people who were very good and had a history of, of building other interesting things and uh, have, have built this, this for us, you know. I love the, I do love the street marketing and, and just putting up fucking old school flyers like, like you got a concert around the corner. Are you guys uh, set on like a firm time or, or is it kind of let's make sure we get our shit right and when we're ready, it's coming type of deal? I mean, the, everything is ready to rock and roll in terms of like the build out of it and everything like the system's ready to go, you know? Nice. So there's no, no problems there. It's just 
I mean, I'm not I'm not the biggest and best shill in the world. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the most social artist either. You know, like yeah. a, a lot of the dudes. Uh, and and the problem too is that I live in Australia, so I'm kind of out of the loop when it comes to like the LA dudes and Miami dudes and New York dudes and and then all the European dudes and stuff. Everyone has their little cliques and stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of like outside it. So, um, yeah, you're on another planet. Yeah, like I, I've got to I've got to work out some sort of way to to show my stuff and not be, um, you know, like offensive with it. But yeah, yeah I thought this the the street marking stuff would be fun just to get people at least in my city and New York and at the other places that we, we put them up to see if anyone out there would just notice it in general, you know, yeah. from there. But exactly. Um, exactly. That's just yeah. as old school as it gets, but like, that's gotta be a good feeling to know it's ready to go. You know, I mean, I'm, yeah. how, how are you yeah, feeling? Yeah. Are you no, like pumped or like excited, nervous now that you kind of see this idea like manifested, like it's gotta be nerve wracking and fucking exciting at the same time. Anytime I do anything like a, a gallery show, a, a drop or whatever, I'm always like, I'm a pessimist, man. <laughs> like, I can't help it. Yeah. But I would say I, realist. Think, Some would say pessimist. Yeah. I mean, there's a shit ton of competition. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a pessimist when it comes to it. But I think the idea is good enough that that i can i can i can get over that for a minute and be pretty happy about it uh, especially like after all the work and stuff um most of it i didn't do because you know that's how it goes but um i mean all that work i did <laughs> to make the content that's that's like a whole chunk of my life you know oh yeah and to be able to to put it into something like this it's, it's pretty cool man so are some of them double posts you get both um, yeah, I think some of them will be like some, you know, there's some sh- obviously show posts for, for all types of things over the years, like, you know, gallery shows and um, drops and uh, I've got a T-shirt release and stuff. So there'll be stuff there that's that's minted that may not have, you know, the same sort of like, um, you, you know, not, it's not the same sort of as if you got the Kim Kardashian thing or the David Spade post, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, you know. It's the same thing with any other generative project. You can't expect to get the, the best off the bat, you know. You might have to work for it a little bit. But if you do get it off the bat, you're going to be pretty happy, I think. Yeah. So I was saying, like, this post from uh, June of 2019, like, small Kino, uh, Keanu. Small Kino? Oh, yeah. It, there's a second picture of a side. I still got that. Is that the wall or the canvas? It, it's the canvas, and then there's a second picture on the same post of you yeah. on your knees. And I, oh, I yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't breathe. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a hundred. I think. I think the first one gets captured. I think. Okay. Okay. Um, I bet you get. I, I bet the data shows. I'll have to double check, but I'm pretty sure on. it's the. I'm pretty sure it's the first one that gets captured. Thank God, because I look like a fool. <laughs> No, but that's cool because um, yeah, you still go to Instagram that canvas. and see the backstory. Sometimes I keep the canvas. <laughs> I kept that one. That's in my studio because it's really? kind of it's silly. I like I like painting Keanu. People dig when I paint that dude. Hey, if I if I buy this NFT of this post, you give me that physical. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> Deal. As long as you pay post, man. That I've I've learned in the last um, month or so. 
I don't know if you guys have had to send anything in the mail or DHL or anything lately. Holy shit, the, the price has gone. Way up. The rent's, um, what is it that dude in New York says? The rent's too damn high, man. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> like, it's like 5000 Australian dollars to send a canvas crated now, which is oh, insane. Yeah. What? 5000 Australian. Oh, that's probably like mm, three-ish thousand USD. I'm not going to lie. I thought we all just used the dollar at this point. <laughs> no yeah yeah it's like yeah about three thousand ish usd to send one canvas in the mail i guess that's still a lot of money yeah but you got to do it or else they get smashed man because uh, like yeah, currently i think yeah. um i think they're they're in turbo mode at all the postal services and delivery services like i've had some things smashed recently which is a huge bummer yeah well, there's like uh this might be totally unrelated and just by like me catching a glance at the news but there's like supply chain problems and shit, so. <laughs> yeah no yeah, that's, real. Noticed, that's, real. that's the other thing i noticed here here in australia there's just like a shortage on fucking packing tape like the dumbest shit it's just like you, I swear talk. to God, there's a like we we uh, you technically not meant to drive around. You're meant to stay in a 5k boundary of your house or whatever, um, because we're still in lockdown here. That's man. oppressive as fuck, dude. We're still in lockdown here, and we also have a curfew still at nine o'clock. You're meant to be home and not on the street, for example. Dude, but I had to do I'm a sorry. Little, uh, that sucks. I, yeah, I had to do just a little bit of uh, driving outside of that zone to try and find some tape. It was a mission, man. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so breaking I think, the law. Uh, breaking the law. <laughs> yeah. And then the supply chain thing, I think that's a reality, man, because yeah. then on top of that, when I went to send like traditional sort of mail service, um, for the most, the most part, certain countries weren't doing airmail. Like, it's just weird. Like, you know, that sort of three-day to five-day delivery, um, mm -hmm. express delivery stuff that's non-existent at the moment, supposedly. Wow. It's absolute. it's tripped out here, man. Australia is really down the toilet at the moment, to be honest with you. Well, we're not doing much better over here. I'll let you know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just more in terms of like um, being able to sort of um, go about your daily business and such. Is, it's a bit of a pain. Yeah, that sucks. What's the deal with the rabbits? That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that project. Those guys are cool. Yeah, like, they're, they're, cool. they're real active. Um, I just had a friend of mine. Um, he's like, hey, you guys, you, I'll, he's like, he's he's like that dude that was into NFT stuff three years ago, dude. You know, I don't know if you know any of those guys, but I just, <laughs> whatever he says, I'm just going to do. Because <laughs> um, he, he seems to be ahead of the game on every time. He's always ahead of the game. I don't know how he does it. He's he's just one of those dudes. And he's like, uh, this project's cool. Dot pigeons into it. Um, and I was like, yeah, well, if dot pigeons into it, I'm into it. Because I like that dude. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough sell. The guy that you trust and an artist you like. But like, you must but have I, even I, like taken something from that. Like, you know, seeing how they're doing it and. Kind of. I just I like the idea of um, painting. There was like a, a period where I was like, oh, I want to paint the. I still now even like I'm interested in painting the avatars. I think it's fun. Is what that you? Do you hear that? Yeah, it was like uh, maybe um, it's NSA onto us. They they've heard me talking about the, the lockdown here. The, 
ASIO, our version of the NSA or something. No, he put his phone close to the mic. Yeah, well, if I put my phone closer to the computer, maybe they just it picks up a connection. <laughs> huh? They watching me. They they are on top of me. Yeah, I'm gonna play this one on you, bro. He <laughs> <laughs> went outside a 5K radius. Get him. Yeah, he just told us. No, he it, took, it took me paper. so long to understand the the like um, avatar stuff. Like yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I'm the opposite to to my friend who's like on top of things ahead of time and stuff. I'm like just a bit slow it takes a while for things to process um and yeah once the process is like oh, it's kind of cool it's fun i like the the communities that form around it and stuff i think you could paint one of those meccas did you see what was going on with those yeah it's, it's all this drama and so it's like almost like um old school youtube remember like keen star and stuff like doing videos on all the drama and that we need a keen star who's the keen star of this, this, <laughs> that this be movement sick. man where are you at Fuck. He's got to be out there. He's got to be out there. He's doing a morning. Yeah. I, I, like, you know how you have those little like group chats. Yeah. And all the dudes at the start were like, Mecca, 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 nonstop. <laughs> Mecca, 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 Mecca. Oh, oh the, my friends got them because they know the guys. Yeah. Pricks. And then, um, uh, yeah, what's happening now? So the, the chats died down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they look like shit i guess they all like look the same yeah i, I like the art on it i mean in terms yeah. of effort it, it's, it was like a decent effort i mean i, I can't i like mecha style like anime stuff so maybe i'm biased but um, i just saw someone post like um there were like 10 on an open sea page like they all looked fairly similar like gray background different shades yeah. of gray it was just like it would just suck if you <laughs> Didn't know. they sort of try and rip off one of the guys who was making the art? Something I, like that. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not in depth enough, but I've read in enough tweets to know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer, man. Like it is. You know, at, at the start, it, it's weird. All these people are talking about all this, like, oh, finally, power to like creators. You know, uh, it's the same thing, kind of, with the auction houses and stuff too. It's like, oh. Everyone's talking about like, oh, finally the creator gets paid. It's due, like they're due, you know. And then all of a sudden things are starting to roll back into the old way of things. It's it's kind of a bummer. Definitely uh, have to not slip back into that. It's Anything like, you uh, think they could do to make that not happen? I mean, you just got to say no, man. Mm. Yeah. Like you got you got to say no to things sometimes, and also you got to make sure you get paid. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're gonna go do some big, it's just a, the same in the real world. You go, give me half of that up front, at least, or give me that guarantee up front. If I don't get the guarantee, I don't do the work. You know, yeah. um, you got to kind of be like a personal loan about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it- sometimes you don't have that leverage, especially if you're a younger artist or you know, you, maybe you don't have that clout built up. You can't really get away with it so yeah i mean but the least you can do is at least ask for half up front so you don't get completely rolled over you know that's financial advice (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i was gonna say though that's the truest thing it's the leverage right because even before like nfts if you're like a you know out working independently as an artist doing whatever you know there's no I mean, you you never have the leverage, so no, um, no way. It just, no it just way. seemed like 
NFT land, it was fake for a little bit where like, you know, you could trust anyone and, and it was all like, yeah, yeah like nothing bad. Well, I mean, happen, but... earlier on. Yeah. Earlier on, like, um, you know how everyone's doing collaborations with uh, musical artists and yeah, yeah. other sort of people of note and such. Early on, I was like pursuing that hard. Yeah. I thought that would be really cool. But then as you negotiate with managers and labels and um, talent agencies and so forth, you, you remember you remember what the real world is like and yeah. Yeah. they're offering 5 to 20% because that's their standard in their industry is 5 to 20% to the creator of art or design or whatever you're going to do for them. And then the rest gets divvied up between themselves and the label themselves and the uh, agent and they've kind of off the bat already um, jumped into it in the wrong way at least in my opinion um, and when you're negotiating with them and you say look 50 50 at best or nothing you know even that is like a disinteresting um, proposition to them at least I found so I'm not sure, like, I mean, there's dudes like Boss Logic and stuff who do a lot of collabos and stuff. Maybe he just eats it. Um, but then you get a, a boost in your brand and such via the, you know, being associated with X um, celebrity or other sort of artists from a, perhaps a different milieu of art, you know. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how it's going down, but I, I kind of just kept saying no to things then. Yeah, it sounds like there just needs to be more independent musicians. And hopefully NFTs give them the route to do that. And then they yeah. can agree to those 50-50 splits, you know? No middlemen. Remember when Bill told us that story? Of uh, he was Bill Ellis told us a story. He, he went into a meeting with like a, a metal band's uh, talent agency and they wanted him to make a, the fucking mascot, like like not even to their song. They're, he's like, like, no, dude, I'm not doing that. <laughs> the fuck would I do the mascot without any relation to the fucking band? <laughs> Bro, there's like two things in life that I just cannot stomach. Is one of them's um, designed by committee, hmm. and the other thing is coming to someone, an artist, and going, "This is what you need to do." There's two things that just like um, grind my gears, Family Guy style, if you know the mean. Um, <laughs> Grinds my gears. It just makes no sense. Like if, if someone is successful at doing what they do, why not just get them to do what they interpret your your own like um, brand or band or celebrity or whatever you're trying to, to put across? Why not let them interpret it in their vision? That generally goes better, I think. Makes sense. Yeah, but you still got to like, you know, that's the process of uh, <laughs> do it again, do it again. But if you're the one controlling you know what you're doing it's a lot you know i, w- I wish i could name natural. drop i wish i could name drop the people um at of the like wave that were interested in doing stuff but i don't want to burn any bridges I, but i like that i like yeah. that and then the propositions too man like there's one dude that's like oh um we want to work with you and we want to sell it off for charity and i was like yeah cool let's just do the let's just sell the whole thing off for charity then they're like, oh, no, no, how about um, 70%? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Why not? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, actually, we'll give 5% the charity. <laughs> like, you know, what? just constantly went down to the point where it was just like, yeah, this doesn't, this just doesn't work. 
<laughs> and that's this is this is like a major major um company negotiating this this isn't like you know um a little little fish you know that was the charity was hook can you believe that it's like they're coming up to make a back alley deal yeah yeah charity like oh, i mean it just bummed me out man because I was really interested in the, the notion of um, being able to collaborate because I like to paint um, celebrities and stuff, obviously. And I was like, oh, that would be actually fun to, to do it where um, they take part in and stuff. But yeah, it just actually- never has, hasn't worked out right because I'm. <laughs> You're telling me David like Spade won't come and paint with you? Dave, David Spade hates me. <laughs> David like, Spade's in Boston. I'm not even like trying to. I'm not even trying to like hype it up, but he legitimately does not like me. <laughs> that, just, <laughs> that just makes. <laughs> I just I don't understand it. It's like how does he not well, see the funny in it? I understand his position. I can I feel for him because for some reason that particular piece I'm painting continuously comes up every couple of months as a viral thing. For some, yeah. I, I, I have no idea why. Just. It, it really, really gets boomers on Facebook, man. There must be little pockets of boomers on Facebook. You know how in social media creates pockets, yeah? Little, little like, um, little areas where there's like a sort of a circle that they, they just stay in that circle. Well, it hits one circle, gets finished with that, and somehow lands up in the next boomer circle. And it's always the same thing. It's like DMing me like, hey, dude, um, you kind of, that's... Um, that's not that's not Kurt Cobain, dude. Um, and that quote, it just it just uh, you know, the quote it's from like Neil Young or something, yeah. Like, <laughs> like they completely miss the the three or four jokes that are wrapped into it. It's like you could not rattle off two of those things and not go, oh, that's on purpose. <laughs> but I I think I think because they're sort of like that boomer like um, Facebook. Um, milieu, they they really missed the boat on the main thing, man. They really missed it. So they they often attribute um, obvious parodies and obvious jokes to be true. I guess that's half the fun of it, though. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I think you are right about that. I'm dying. I'm picturing just like uh, picture the demographic that like got Facebook when they were 30 years old. So like that's their like go to or something. And like that's I mean, like they're they're like three years behind, so they're just gonna keep getting <laughs> Spade Cobain on an endless cycle. I'm so I'm glad that I got the internet in like 1996 when I was a kiddo and stuff, and like have been able to to sort of like live with it instead of being like from that generation that was like using um the old um landline telephone like actually paying for a landline telephone generation if you know what i mean <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad I, I skipped that um but yeah they they really uh they're they're a great audience to um trick <laughs> i'm dying this is gonna be so so dope dude like um thanks man I'm excited for you. This is this is when when Tyler sent me the screenshot of uh the details I I like I think I verbalized like holy fuck and I think that's exactly what I texted back to him and uh that it it's huge man and and I commend you for uh you know jumping out and no one's done it like that 
It's got to be yeah. like the first. Like the only thing I've seen in terms of, um, you know, other than obvious like Russian people hacking Instagram accounts and selling them. <laughs> and then there's an artist, Richard Prince, who was commenting on other people's posts, screenshotting them and then printing them on canvas and selling those for $100,000. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Wow. Uh, that guy and what he did. I think it was back in like 2016, 17 maybe or earlier. And people like Rada and stuff bought them. That's the only other time I've seen anything similar. So, yeah, that's another thing too that I want to do is if you do um, acquire uh, one of those 4,444 posts that there is a potential option at some point to to um, be able to print them off as on on canvas as a, a physical piece of artwork for us for a small price perhaps shipping fee <laughs> if you will yeah yeah <laughs> bit of upsell why not yeah <laughs> with um 4k i think we just got to call it the 4k project 4444 is a fucking lot yeah there's yeah. there's a lot of different numbers like i guess that <laughs> mecca one was what eight 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 the other <laughs> day yeah I wouldn't have been sleeping if I did, but oh. I think, I think that's a, that's a fair big pool, like big enough to, to create, you know, yeah. some fun. It's a good number. I think that makes sense in a lot of ways. Um, going back to, and this could be just a quick answer, but it's just hitting me. Like if you were to collab with someone, like you could be literally working with them who if some who would be like a no-brainer, like no matter who came to you, no matter what the deal was, like any any person out there, would, would they just be like, yeah, I want to work with you? And like, yep, let's do it. Who would it be? Man, I, I tried my best on all angles I could think of, and it didn't work out because um, the dude hates me now for some reason. Um, well, Fifty Cent for sure, okay. obviously. Yeah, <laughs> and then Maybe we <laughs> I mean that's a no-brainer. And then I, I would, I would have liked to have um, collabed with the baby or whatever because he he understands memes and shit. But I'm sure that um, he'd want to give me five to twenty percent as well. So you can't yeah. you can't really win when it comes to these like collaboration things. Like it's kind of a bummer, but um, yeah, those two guys definitely. That's fair. Well, hopefully one day we we get a Keanu fucking rush. Yeah, the other dude I, I was talking with, like Stylebender, a bunch about trying to do something. Like he just got True. into crypto and stuff a couple of months ago. He's down with it. Like, um, but he's a he's a busy guy, man. Obviously, you know, world champion and all. You, you running around doing all that stuff. So, I'd, tried- I'd like to collab with him at some point on something. Have but, you tried to get Zuckerberg? Yeah. Zuckerberg, I wouldn't piss on that dude. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean, like. I think that series might be uh, that might be my favorite. Like the, the like even just like y- you going through like the drafts of, like with the real picture, with it, like like <laughs> they're just so fucking true. They're so fucking funny because they're so fucking true. <laughs> He's such the a problem with twat. Man, I, I swear to God that every time I go on like a rampage of painting him, I get warnings. I get. Uh, like less engagement i get all kinds of weirdness so perhaps built into the algorithm there's like uh, hey don't criticize the 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 main man here because you're gonna get some problems so 
Um, well, at least that's what I've found. So maybe you just got to paint a mustache on him and like just change his last name to like Muckerzerg or something. And you can, and <laughs> I mean, you can I could do, do, I could do, I could do what, you know, that he like, um, there's like a group that Facebook founded of main pages that they obviously have deemed to be like, you know, safe enough to work with or whatever. Yeah. And um, they have like a, a sort of a private program around them. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, which guys or whatever but do you remember when zuckerberg posted say him on that sort of what is it like a what do they surfboard call it you know, the, it's almost like a surfboard thing like a wakeboardy thing with yeah. an american flag it's just like floating so that, <laughs> yeah yeah all right so so that post obviously got a lot of negative um you know attention so what does he do he forms this um coalition or sort of like little group of um, Facebook approved uh, meme pages and then pays them, commissions them to do memes and art related to that post in a way to sort of like almost um, twist the narrative on that post of all it's things. Just that can't it's work. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that, that's crazy, right? It won't work though. <laughs> like no. those aren't funny. Well, uh, I mean, these these particular main pages are quite like you know average normal person friendly to be honest so it kind of worked yeah we want the spicy memes yeah that's it's yeah it was it's just uh, just something i noticed in the last six months that happened that i thought was just some dystopian level type shit in terms of meme culture because wild considering that there's been periods where, especially around elections or other social issues that are big in the news, um, if certain memes are trending in the wrong way, Facebook tends to purge meme pages. At around about midway through COVID, they did a big purge, obviously, because everyone's taking the piss out of um, COVID because why not? What else you got to do? You're sitting at home doing nothing. Slash also taking the piss out of um the constant fact-checking and warnings and so forth. So they kind of went through and smashed out a whole bunch of pages. And pr- prior to that, especially you get around those two elections, um, during those they eliminated like hundreds of main pages, big ones too, not like little ones. So that's another interesting thing to consider. Um, yeah, that's partially why I paint the guy in the sort of negative light all the time. Yeah, he sucks. You ever do a mural of Tom from MySpace? I was thinking about doing that um, when I was painting Zuck over the week. I was like, ah, oh, I should, I should do the old um, founder of um, founder of um, Facebook twist up joke. But yeah, just, didn't get around to it. just put like the picture, like actual Tom, but then just put Zuckerberg's face on him, looking at you like. Oh, I'm surprised. Has Tom turned that into an NFT yet? You must have, right? He must have has to. I don't that, know that, that just you, that it makes. I mean, he, he doesn't need the money or anything, but it's such a like um, iconic image from the internet. It really is. It's like the like new face of social like interaction at the time. Like you, you're my it's crazy. What <laughs> it's crazy what a reach can do for you if you, if you're in control of it. Hey, like that that has been smashed into what billions of people's um eyes because 
he made you follow him. <laughs> like <laughs> he made you follow him at the beginning of your MySpace <laughs> account. Like <laughs> it's pretty ball of moves. The U2 album yeah. that they put on everyone's phone. <laughs> that that didn't work so well though. That didn't work so well. But um it certainly turned it into a meme. So I guess they had that going for it. Yep. Man, maybe it's due. Put it in the fucking track. I'm surprised Zuckerberg fucking doesn't make you follow him off the bat too i guess he's not like um i guess tom from from myspace is more of a like less inconspicuous kind of guy yeah he wasn't really um zuckerberg planning is to take over the world without telling you that he's following you yeah he's more interested in traveling the world taking photos and like you know literally controlling um your eyes on uh, a screen <laughs> as much as possible slash um, making sure you good think, not wrong think, you know? Yeah. No, no bad think allowed. I watched one of those clips the other day of the uh, when he was just getting questioned and one of the senators was just asking him, uh, would you like to tell me where you stayed, which hotel you stayed at last night? And he's just like, uh, no. He's like, well, DC, like, yeah. what the problem with that is? They, they just... I don't get it, man, do they? No, no. I mean, that's just like a uh, they're talking in circles anyway, but fucking Tom. I'd love to see Tom come to life. Tom's kind of he's kind of cool, man. He just he got his money. He's like, I'm just gonna go and travel the world and take photos. Fuck you. Like pretty baller, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Instead of like having this life where he would have been constantly stressing out and being attacked and like he gets to live like pretty baller ass life, I think. Is he known right now? Like I'm wondering how many people that like know who Tom is have met Tom without knowing it. It's Tom. I mean, I guess if you're from our sort of age bracket, um, you definitely know who Tom is. <laughs> like if you saw him at the bar, like you might not notice him at the bar, but if someone's like, That's fucking Tom, you'd be like, Yeah, oh, I gotta go get a photo of that guy. He would like, just look over his left shoulder at the that, bar and you'd know who he was. It, yeah. It's a pose that you don't see either. No, you don't <laughs> you don't see the over the shoulder, like, hey, like I'm at an elementary school computer teaching a fifth grader how to type at a decent speed. <laughs> like he he hundred percent gets to get away with just being pretty incognito, man. So that's pretty good for someone with that sort of um allocation of uh, resources, if you know what I mean. For sure. I had a question for you. Are you going to go to Spain or are you going to work on some other shit after this drops? I think, well, the, the, I mean, the plan, at least in, in the ether at the moment is like, oh, got to get to somewhere um, less restrictive than Australia, especially yeah. with um, the laws and tax code in relation to crypto. But number one, I just want to be able to actually like walk down the street like a normal person perhaps and go into a store and buy something, go home and not have to, you know, feel like uh, I've just done a prison sentence the last two years because you could look up now on Google um, Melbourne's lockdown has been the, the longest in the world and one of the most restrictive. I mean, there's probably other places that have some other weird sort of um, lockdown practices and such, but it was really like over the top here, man. It's kind of a shame. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, 
it made me go, well, do I really want to spend that 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 like money that I have managed to make for myself in this country where I don't see how when I pay tax on it, where it's gonna to go towards more sort of of this? Is this is this where it's going? Where I have they've got all kinds of weird stuff coming up at the moment, man. Like um our intelligence service slash police being able to if you do uh are suspected of a crime or such they're able to basically take over your social media accounts and um read through them and post on them if they wish and so forth that's just one thing then there's also um the 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 sort of crypto um related stuff that's coming up law wise I, i don't think it's looking like too much of a good prospect man it's already currently kind of sucks as it is like getting taxed on every transaction and yeah and just just the the percentage of how much you've got to give away once you sort of cash out and such so i haven't cashed out um it doesn't look like i will be doing that if um the ato like our version of the irs is listening um, yeah, <laughs> no cash. Yeah. Are. I'll just hold my phone closer to the mic, and it sound like they're, they're, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I sure like. I mean, I just rather go somewhere where, um, you know, where it's not as oppressive at, at, as much as it is here. You know, and that sounds so strange considering I'm in Australia, which is you know, if you weren't living here at the time, you'd assume that Australia is pretty a pretty open society and all that jazz. Like yeah. you'd probably thinking, even now you're probably listening to me, what's this guy complaining about? But um, just, just lots of weird stuff happening. Like they want you now to uh, basically provide your um, actual like government name and government ID. If you want to open a, a Facebook, for example, or other social media and such. So <laughs> wow. that if you, if you do a no, no post and, you know, maybe you, you're a bit heavy handed with a criticism or something of someone, um, they can go down and basically knock on your door and, um, pretend, potentially prosecute, prosecute you for it, which they already do anyway. Now, um, especially with the COVID stuff, basically, wow. if you, you can be pulled up for incitement in quote marks. Um, if you post footage from a protest or, say uh, you should go to a protest and such which you know if imagine it was some other sort of subject matter you're protesting about and they pull that on you like it's a bit dystopian man it's kind of a bad sign so wow right to protest that's a tough one to take away yeah like i mean you apply it now i understand i understand the reasoning right but they're not going to rescind, rescind any of the, these sort of things that they're taking away. I mean, our country doesn't technically have free speech laws and such already as it is, you know. You guys, I, I mean, you're both American, yeah? I can't yeah, really remember. Yeah. So you're lucky enough to have those sort of things um, provided to you in law, you know. Here, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty... Um, it's not codified in law, you know what I mean? So you can potentially say the wrong thing and maybe you didn't even intentionally mean what to say or you post the wrong thing and you can be prosecuted and jailed for it and fined for it now. Crazy Jeez. shit. That's insane. That's insane. Like, like uh, that's, that is, uh, 
it puts a little bit more weight on kind of what you do in the in the the tightrope you walk. And um, I mean, I, I went to China. Like I traveled everywhere. I've been to China and I spoke with the people there and saw how they live and such. And then here, like, I mean, everyone complains about China and other places that are oppressive and you know, sort of totalitarian and such. And then, um, yeah, Australia's a hundred percent going down those lines. It's, it's just a shame, bro. And, and it's, it sounds like I'm whinging or I'm some like, or you sound like a conspiracy theorist or some shit, but, um, I mean, like currently right now, technically I can't leave a 5k radius in my house. There's a fucking, um, nine o'clock curfew, um, no protests allowed about this shit. Um, and then when it comes to like our vaccine mandates and stuff, they're quite over the top um, in comparison to other parts of the world. Uh, people, you know, obviously are going to lose their jobs and stuff if they choose not to, to do it and so forth, which is pretty, um, pretty crazy if you think about it in any other context. Yeah. A health decision or whatever. Um, right. Yeah. Just, just weird shit, man. Yeah. Lots of videos on the internet of all kinds of crazy shit, like the police going ape shit on people at the moment, like beating them, coming to their houses and and sort of um, you know trying to staunch them out over posts on social media and shit. It's, it's a bit of a bit of a suck fest, man. I was just reading just off of like recent articles and just seeing like yeah, so like funerals are like no more than ten people, like weddings aren't. Yeah, allowed. all these like, all these like that's fucked up. Like, We've been relatively normal for a little while, and there's like, yeah, I mean, probably the the same risk, but like, you don't even realize it. Like, like we said earlier, it's like you're on another another planet, really. And yeah, well, you're in our past. Like, you're in our past a year ago. You know, it's um, it's tripped out. It's tripped out, man. Like, I just I probably sound like to everyone listening, and including <laughs> you guys, like a whinging, nah. whinging um. Uh, C word, I can't say because Americans don't like that word. But, <laughs> but you know, like, there's probably no better word to have you say. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, <laughs> but it's just the reality of it, man. Like it's it's really it's it's gets you down after a while. Like I've been painting the same studio for the last what eight months or so because yeah. if I go paint on the street, there's that potential where I get a five thousand dollar fine for being out doing something non-essential you don't even think it. of that yeah like so i'm watching I'm you like white out it. those murals and i'm just like he's just fucking working out of a studio right yeah now. but like i mean you assume it, that you can't go out it feeds into the whole like um like um meme about street art or just graffiti in general being ethereal or whatever that's kind of fun but yeah it gets a bit boring man so I'm just I'm hoping to be able to go somewhere else and um, do some fun stuff for once after like two years of basically being um, locked up in the house slash studio, you know. How have you been coping with that? Is it all painting or do you do other stuff to get out of that mindset? Um, no, I've just honestly just been painting to the point where it's like stress. I don't, I don't know if you guys get the same thing with your own um, ventures, you know, you, you're just doing the same thing over and over and over. Like mm-hmm. right now it would be nice to have some sort of like break in that, but I mean, it's been super rewarding, so I can't really complain on that level, but um, it does feel a bit like um, groundhog day here. Yeah. 
because I'm used to being that dude that basically almost like I'm not someone that wants to hurt any feelings or you know that jazz but um I'm just that guy that was used to doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do every day if you know what I mean like yeah. wake up I'm gonna go paint I uh, might go to the beach you know that whole thing's being smashed you can you can still do it but you feel bad because there's all those other people that are like complying and such and and um you know I don't want to create some big fucking scene or something or get big ass fines all the time because I just wanted to go to the beach. Like as lame as it sounds. Well, but, it's crazy. It's crazy that that like think of, think of before any of this were to happen, this combined with like the digital NFT space, like with the, the lockdown and in the pandemic and stuff, it's legit, uh, like unfathomable type of shit like like thank christ for the nft thing coming to prominence man because um like i i've made my money prior to that i was still locked down even before it like um started to pop off yeah and the only money that was coming in would be you know your your art sales slash your um merch stuff and art sales in the real world are few and far between um that's just how it goes and the merch stuff you know you can make a fair bit of money but with um facebook and so forth these platforms know when you're shilling bro Mm -hmm. and their algorithm gives you the the amount of reach and engagement that they think um will make you go and purchase the advertising on their platform you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's hard to reach your whole following with um your merch or something or whatever so you're only making a certain amount of money which isn't enough to to get by and stuff but then it's not really a living you know what i mean like a a decent living so um thank god that the nft thing popped off or yeah i'd be in a shittier place like a lot of my friends unfortunately who are in other industries that can't really capitalize on what's going on with nfts and such you know Um, people i know that have venues and bars and and things that haven't been open for months and they mm-hmm. still have to pay overheads and some of them still have to pay their staff during it too, depending oh. on. So they, 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 some of, some of these guys I, I really feel for, and um, you know, a lot of them got on drugs or tried to attempt suicide and all kinds of crazy shit, man, just because of these, like just almost like draconian sort of, overreach of the government here like it's crazy man it's a super bummer shit man but a lot of them managed to hold on to their business somehow they're just waiting for that moment for it to be open up again but because our city at least we've had multiple opens and closes of this lockdown yeah and they last for a very short period so everyone invests all their money that they may have accrued from grants and and all this stuff or whatever savings they have they go for the biggest event they can hold to try and get it pumping again. And then bang, all of a sudden, another lockdown. They have to give all that money back on tickets. They have they have all this stock that they've bought. Say you're you're running a venue or whatever. Obviously, you've got food and, and mm-hmm. drink and, and everything else that goes along with it. All of that is going to go out of date at some point. Oh. Um, you basically just get like fucked over multiple times. And each time you get less and less 
more advent, you know, less and less ready to risk it again to to do what you were intending to do with that venue or that business. Or it's just a bummer, man. Yeah, uh, the the open close has got to be just brutal, just because you don't know what which way to go. Like the commercial retail spaces here, like empty, bro. Yeah, insane. It's in you drive down the street, like a main street, yeah, and prior to COVID, you might have like two shops that are up for lease or whatever. Right now, it's like, I swear to fucking God, like 70 to 80% of the shops are up for lease or empty. Yeah, It's just smash. I I feel so bad for people that have businesses prior um, that have just been annihilated by it, man. It's it's such a shame. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's something that we probably take for granted over here just to, you know, all things considered, it's been a relatively consistent-ish transition to normalcy where, you know, yeah, there, we haven't had a, a, a those type of stepbacks. There's obviously dealing with like, you know, spikes and stuff like that, and that's like going to be an, an everyday thing for everyone for a while. But like, just taking for granted anything, oh, you know, going to the fucking uh, beach or just like, yeah, you can go to concerts, you can go to, you know, sporting events. Now it's pretty normal. You just like, but when you when you have it, you don't really think of not being able to. So it's, it's got to be fucking tough. Yeah, I mean, I just I'm thankful that this this whole thing popped up and I went all into it. Like I just had that yeah, that gut sure. feeling I had to do it, man. Or else, yeah, I'd be up shit's creek to like the rest of my um, <laughs> extended friends and family. Um, but some of them they've made some money like collecting and 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 trading um, crypto and NFTs anyway. So yeah. I mean, that's opened up for them at least and. Um, you know, there's some positive stuff that came from it too, but the overwhelming majority is negative, which is a bomb, man. Yeah. But yeah, what can you do? Thanks for opening our eyes to it. I, like Larry said, I think we take it for granted. And yeah, it's just, I mean, you know, probably, more like, people need to know. It's not the same everywhere. I probably sound like I'm a whinging, whinging about it, you know, like um, whining <laughs> about it, but it's just what's going on here that you wouldn't think it because it's, it's Australia, you know? Yep. We're, we're like almost like a vassal state of America in a way. Where you'd think that we'd be on the same sort of like path in terms of um, the, the COVID thing and such, but they went super over the top, but they tend to do that here. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it, maybe it's because we never really, re- we rebelled against the English once and they got put down. Um, whereas you guys, you kind of won that battle. So you said um, to win the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys, you guys won the battle. Um, overall i think and we're still stuck in that silly like anglo um way of things you know you gotta lead the revolution bro you gotta be like i'm oh. getting this motherfucking tape and i'm leaving this fucking diameter i would get yeah, me down I'll, this perimeter i'm buying this I'll, tape i'm like one of those the the, the people that unfortunately now um you know it's pretty comfy here man <laughs> it's, it's really comfy it's for the most part australia like when it's open that for business it's a pretty cool place um and yeah like you, you, you know i don't exactly have a position of fuck you in the world just quite yet you know um, <laughs> you're just sitting on I, I, yeah you just don't, it's like you don't have the code you, yet it's like you, I said there's lots of there's consequences for uh, with especially with social media so there's big consequences for being um anything that is counter to what 
um, say the TV says, you know, even if it's a very bare minimal like counter to anything on there, um, yeah, you're going to pay for it super bad, man. And then it, that wouldn't be fair to people that have like invested in me with my work and stuff. Um, you know, like I don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to fuck them up too, you know, just because I want to be a, a troll or something at some point. <laughs> well, you're a considerate troll. As long as people know that, then. I don't know. I, I drive during the curfew and um, sometimes <laughs> I go to the beach on the low. Like that, that's good enough for me. But I think that's that's not hurting anyone. I'm not talking. I'm not breathing uh, anyone. You sense. know what I mean? I just I go to the beach. I go to a part of it where no one's near me. You know, leave me alone. And that's my <laughs> little fuck you. That'll do. And then also painting Zuckerberg and other stupid stuff. But that's that's the least you can do. I, I'm not trying to like. Um, do anything crazy you know yeah before we know you're gonna be building sandcastles and that's gonna be the new instagram account man i'd just i'd kill to be able to just like go for a swim every day like normal you know what i mean like it's just yeah that's that's all like just average normal fucking things would be nice again you know what i mean i hope you get to go on a vacation between like november and march uh, I'm I'm assuming they're gonna ban travel all the way out to Lent still. Like we're technically uh, banned from travel here. Um, I don't know if you know that shit too. Like um, you can't even leave. Uh, no, you can't leave unless for certain you have to have like a very very good reason. I be a health worker, you know, government official, uh, police, uh, some sort of like diplomatic mission. Three artists. Like, ah, those I'm three aren't none of the above. It. Sorry. <laughs> yeah it's 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 um even uh say our people with significant resources are having trouble being able to to leave you know you can't just magically leave Probably like earlier on you could and a lot of people with bigger brains than me did that um <laughs> but then but then you're basically stuck out of the country and it's very very hard to get back in even as an australian citizen That's um, crazy. it yeah and it's 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 all over the top over here man Fucking A. Well, maybe before March, you'll be able to get out of here. This will be your swan song. Sells yeah, I, I, bro, I'm dying to, to, pumping. to go back to being able to go somewhere and, and do something different, you know? Yeah, you'll get there, man. It's, it's, it, it'll be soon enough. This is just coming from a, someone who does, is really dumb. But like, I mean, like yeah. uh, again, it's like uh, there's plenty bigger problems in the world than me um, being able to go to Portugal or something. But <laughs> you know, I'm gonna whinge still. Fuck it. Like <laughs> this would be the ultimate rug pull right here. You deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh well. Fuck man, this has been great. Like we appreciate your time, bro. Like, yeah, go support yeah. Lush DRP.io. Right. Yeah, thanks for the thanks for the um for the love, man. Yeah, Anytime. Bro. Anytime, yeah, absolutely. Um anything else that you need to get out there from a, a shilling perspective? Any uh, uh free free poochasty, man. Free guys. <laughs> free free poochasty. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, they, ain't, they ain't talking about him no more. Gotta, I know they forgot people me forgot. Me was, but best call in the game in the shop. But yeah, still, he shouldn't have shot the guy. But still, <laughs> he's making bangers, man. Just free him. <laughs> <laughs> free boot. <laughs> yeah. Fuck.
Fuck. I mean, they were freeing all kinds of people during the lockdown, the COVID thing, weren't they? So what's yeah, the yeah, Robert Kraft, get them out. <laughs> Let them out. Peace, man. See you later. Peace, bro. Damn, that's nifty.